it's me, Jason. Let's get it started in here, bro. How are you? Let's get it started in here, Black Eyed Peas style, number one rap group of 2007. Um, 2007, I mean, somebody you have history with, I didn't mean to bring that up off the rip, but uh, another Sunday in podcast land. Look, uh, look, beautiful, w- be- will be- is will, all right? Take him, take him or leave him, that's what I say. That's true. I mean, I'm I'm rocking his sunglasses as we speak. You don't so know my will, okay? No, sure. We get the public version. You get the real will, the real Big Willie style behind the scenes. He different. He different. It's a beautiful day in ATL, baby. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, it's going down. Yeah, I was actually talking to our mutual friend Decatur Dan yesterday, and I was letting him know about my little trip down to the south, and he said, "Oh." You know, one 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 call, one text, and and we're on the list for Magic City. Just let me know. So that's yeah. You guys can go ahead. You know, I don't like strip clubs. They make me uncomfortable. Damn. I mean, that's a lot to unpack there, isn't it? Does it make you uncomfortable? No. The objectification of women. What is it? How? Where? where does... No, I just don't like seeing. I don't like seeing men. De- I don't know. Oh, I, oh, the, it's the, the men. The, the it's cur- not the women. The male energy in there is is definitely a little cursed. But that you know, there there's there's more than one type of script club. There is the there is the full nude, no alcohol. That, not in Atlanta, there's not. Know, it's just but, all full nude, all full alcohol, baby. We get but lit. Like, there's there's strip club environment where like it's a party, y'all. We having fun and it's all good. And then there's True. and then there's strip club environment of like I'm here because I require the smell of a lady, you know, like that yeah, type no, of male right, energy. Right, and that's where right. it gets a little little. But I mean, you know, the the party atmosphere strip club is also just a, a thin veil to cover, you know, the the pretty easily recognizable equals money laundering (laughs) oh oh. well just like you know this is a this is a house of uh of sin sinny sin sin you know like you know there are people here having fun i don't want to get into a conversation about sex workers right now but you know (laughs) there's there's people who are there because they want to be and there's people who are there because they have to be we'll we'll, we can leave it at that (laughs) We can leave it at that. Anyway, Magic City, we could go. I yeah. mean, you know what I'm saying? We could go. For for TJ, I would go. The problem is it starts a little late. You know what I'm saying? So for oh, me, um, you know. I mean, isn't I, it like when you say it starts a little bit late, you mean technically the doors are open, but it ain't really worth going until. It ain't. The club, the club, it, the walls ain't sweating until 1 a.m. Okay. on a Monday night. Okay. So, so, I mean, that's, so that's it, tough. It's meant to be. It's meant to be handled as if it were just a regular club and not a strip club of like if you show up at 9:59, you know, with your little drink ticket ready to get in, like it's going to be it's not going to be a movie yes. for you. You're going to see, you're going to see the employees smoking hookah and eating wings and then you just you see behind the curtain in a way that you don't want to see. Chris, you know what I mean? You that- ever you ever smoke a hookah before? Bitch, of course I've smoked a hookah before. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get that. You know, I get that. I get that coconut mango. You know? Oh. Um, no, no, I'm just kidding. I have smoked hookah before. Uh, it's disgusting. I truly don't understand it. Like I don't. I just don't. Come on. I, mean, I guess the, it tastes, the social. It's, it's fruity smoke. Tastes good. Fruity smoke has never done anything. I mean, when I was rolling the bat, when I was rolling the the swishers, they'd be playing. I, I never. I, mm. I never. I don't. I'm not into flavors. Right. Um, so you, you know, you know, since you were a certified swish man, you were like, what is the point of, of pulling on this tube and it tastes like um, Jolly Rancher 
and all it does is give me a little headache versus pulling on this yeah. wood. Gripping I just want to taste. Grain. I want to taste. I want to taste the green crack. You know what I'm saying? I right. want to taste the. I want to taste the loud pack. I don't want to taste some artificial flavoring. Mm. That's and, for you. You know, that's like that's like drinking Tropicana where you can squeeze it yourself. Ooh. I'm squeezing. An analogy that I can really sink my teeth into. So you're saying, you know, if I am going to run the risk of damaging my lungs with with harmful carcinogens. I, exactly. I at least want to be afforded the luxury of taking off and going to Mars, is what you're saying. Yes, and I also I, I think that that's I, I don't yeah I, I just don't know why you need to sugarcoat if you're if you're getting the Pacquiao you shouldn't need to mask the flavor with a vanilla blunt wrap like mm. that's crazy to me that's polluting oh, it's, it's much yes, yes. it's much like putting an alternative milk into my cold brew I don't pollute my bean and I don't okay. pollute my green either well you know I, that saying? that to me. You know, to to bring up another analogy, it reminds me of when you have like the beers that are flavored with like yes, different, yeah. fr- you know, that like if you if you raw if you want if you have to have your beer taste like mango, mango lassi surprise pineapple whatever, then yeah, then you should be ordering a little mixed drink. You know, do you? Yeah, is 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 a beer even what you want, King? No, you put the you put the beer down. Stop trying to be a man and get you a Ciroc and pineapple. That's what I would do. But, I mean, I, I could also argue, uh, you know, and then we can move on from this thread, you know, get you a man that can that can do both. Get you a man who, well, who love a little, a little pina and who love a full-bodied, impossibly hoppy, Saison-style IPA. Impo- impossibly hoppy. This, these, hoppy <laughs> these hoppies are impossible. Uh, it is impossible no, I, how just how much hop you are, you managed to cram into yeah, this, this this can. This beer this beer got more hop than Michael Jordan. Hey, <laughs> he's a I'm one sorry. of those guys who jumps. You got it, baby. I'm sorry. I, I could have named a current player, but of course, one wasn't coming to me very quickly because yeah. I don't follow sports. Yeah, Chris. except I did. I did see that an athlete, Paul George, just got a hundred ninety million dollar five year contract extension. Which makes me think that, like, I mean, that's an ungodly sum of money. That is staggering amount of money to play basketball. What what team is he on? Do you know? I don't know actually. Yeah, cool uh, that we I don't, don't know, know. I guess. But I was, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like everybody's like, oh, he kind of deserves it. I guess you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. he, I, I, I mean, how I do yeah? How do you even quantify anyone being like, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad they're making that wage that they really deserve. I mean, because they do deserve it. They are. You know, if you're just taking the ratio of money that they're creating, then that's sure. the way it should be. But that's not the way them jobs work, unfortunately. That's no them jobs is is, is not. That's when you start your little business accounting. Yeah, know. I would. I mean, I wouldn't mind if every basketball player got a nice flat salary. You know, a healthy one, but not 190. But you know, let's say you're making 10 million a year, everyone, and then you know, just like the 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 corporate workforce, we're rewarded for our performance with. With bonuses, you know what I'm saying? Are we are we going to do bonuses this year at How Long Gone Industries LLC? Or well, I haven't talked to the business manager. That's why we kind of. Uh, that's why I wanted to create my holiday vacation getaway um, built around visiting your house because I do need to speak to your father about that. <laughs> if there is going to be, if there's so, going to be, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna appear on the on the black <laughs> black manor hat in hand, saying, please. Uh, it's it's been an ever so cold 2020. Please, sir, this year has been such a dumpster fire. <laughs> so such a so, flaming Mr. dumpster fire. Can it get any worse? 
Mr. Black, just before we sit down for dinner, I was wondering about money and uh, how much <laughs> I'm going to get. Um, mm-hmm. So I just, just we can talk about it. Everybody, you guys can just wait a second. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, we could pull something from marketing's budget. I don't. I mean, because they, you, uh, they know that if you don't spend it, you don't get it next year, and they kind of they fumbled that bag. So I think it's kind of on them, and we can allocate some of those fees straight into our uh, into our or Ridge Wallets for a little Do-Re-Mi, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Actually, I was going to, speaking of Ridge Wallet, uh, who's not a sponsor of this podcast, and uh, honestly, the product looks a little bunk, but, you know, I, I did get a package from a, a, a sponsor we have worked with, <laughs> and I got to say, it's more twisted than I even thought. Okay, well, let me play guess the guess <laughs> the, pr- the product, because I did, you know, I do uh, have to give them your address, so you can so you can receive this product since we're in different time zones now. But I think it could be from the successful grooming brand Manscaped. Is that is that correct? <laughs> yes, my oh, parents were literally, my parents were literally like, "What is this?" Yeah, because they write it. They also like they write it all over the box, which I you know it's like ordering. It, it should be a little more discreet. Little I, I don't more mean discreet. to step. I, I don't mean to get my little marketing bag, my little you know. But it could mm-hmm. be a little more discreet. I mean, I know it's not like a you know, a, a sex toy or mm-hmm. something nefarious, but it is just like, I wouldn't want my neighbors. It's personal. To, I don't know. Yeah. yeah and then with a name like manscaped, it's like, if you, if you know what it is, then it's embarrassing. And if you don't know what it is, it's arguably worse when you see the word manscaped and you're like, what the, f- what the fuck is man's like, it's like you, we should hope that they only realize that it's just meant to groom your good pubes. point. Good because it's, otherwise it's a, such a twisted word but i um yeah you know make sure to use the promo code gone you know there's some great holiday specials coming up we haven't started working with them yet but they let me know that um they have all these great holiday deals going on right now so if we want to talk Jason, about it stop we can. stop 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 we're not I mean, talking we about still, shit we until they get, cut the check we still get we still get racks don't worry if just use the promo code gone you get like 20 percent off whatever it is so like i'm i'm not the a, racks not better a be the rack the racks shaver. better be more the racks better be more than some ball spray and some boxer briefs because that ain't paying the bills. No, it's 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 cold hard. It's cold hard guap. Don't worry. Um, but that it is shit, not, that... it's it's not enough to pay for all of Santa's presents this year. But you know, it's enough. It's enough to fill the stockings. Let's say that. Look, I look. I mean, I I, I don't want to hawk uh, ball trimmers, but. It's better than Patreon, so you know there's. It could be worse. It could well, be worse. The thing about the thing about the Manscaped because I have I have tried it out. It, it, there were some other products in the box that I give that I unfortunately regifted. I hope Manscaped isn't listening. But there's a bottle of ball deodorant and then ball toner and it's just called yes. that like it doesn't have a clever yeah name i know that's the, like i do appreciate that they've just leaned into the stupidity of it all yeah. and like don't try to be clever because i, I think that kind of yeah. works i mean not on me but i think it could work on someone there is a there is a little yeah there's a little refreshing ignorance going on of like i like that who did you re-gift that to though is the question uh my friend dan i went over to his house yesterday oh, yeah. to go you know he he caught the crib in palos verdes so we took a little tour of pv and well, let me tell you what a dream come true type place man that shit is so sick yeah it's nice as hell it's it's gonna God, be nicer man. it's gonna be I mean, I think Dano is a great person to gift that stuff to because as an athlete, you know, he just kind of mm-hmm. stays a little moist, a little moist, which I can relate mm-hmm. to. Um, yeah, he, you know, he so practices I, I, that, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, so, so he's got what you call 
you know, if anyone has slipped into a gi, I'm not talking about no cactus flea either. If you slipped into a real gi and put in some some hours, you know that we you know we can build up a little stench. If anyone took hockey yeah, practice, all my hockey heads out there, they know about that gear. Uh, yeah, thank shout out to our hockey heads out there. I can't believe we have those. But yeah, you know, speaking of speaking of back to backs, this morning I had a tough I had a tough time, Jason. Okay. Well, also one one quick <sighs> note before we move on to there, I did use the Manscaped only on my face as a beard trimmer, and I gotta say, truly loved it. So if even if you don't, even if you keep your uh, keep your your business down there loose and rugged, and you and you have facial hair, it does work very well for beard trimming. So yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Hey, please go ahead, man. <laughs> Thank you for that important work, Jason. Shut the but fuck I up. So I went to Barry's this morning, of course, you mm-hmm. know, Sunday session. Sunday that's that's church, church. you know on God. You, you and, went to country and, and had a great workout, but you know, I didn't I didn't go, you know, I didn't push push because I knew I had a tennis session right after. Mm-hmm. So the pl- the plan was hit Barry's, come home. Uh, change shirts, change socks, have a quick Saqqara life breakfast, mm-hmm. and then hit the courts. Okay. Get to the courts. You know, there's a bunch of kids taking lessons, blah, blah. We wait a few minutes. My my trainer, Jordan, and I hit the court. I'm fucking ripping today, Jason. Oh, I, I don't know what was I don't know what I don't know what was going on, but the forehand and the volley was looking fucking strong. I was painting the corners, the top spin was on point. Some fat fuck strolls over mm. and it's like, well, I'm at, I actually have a lesson here at, at noon, so you guys gotta go. Mm. And 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 so apparently the city of Atlanta is embroiled in this big local tennis scandal where mm. the ma- the management contract of all the courts is now like up in the air and no one like you can book but then it doesn't show up it's all this you know what i mean it's all this it's it's all lost in translation a little bit so i had to cut my lesson in half damn that's that is rough and you know it seems like your 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 regional tennis tea is ripped from the headlines of our current uh, political situation. Am I wrong? Exactly. It, that's the fucked up part. It's mere, you know when when art imitates life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this sounds like it's a it's a Gavin nuisance style fumbling of the of the rules and restrictions. Exactly. I, and yeah, this is yeah. No, I mean, this is this is my indoor dining. You know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> let let me ha- let me have this, but. So we've luckily we've been able to reschedule, you know, for Monday because it's a little more quiet on the on the weekdays because these losers that have jobs aren't mm-hmm. able to, you know, come out there with their little junkyard strokes. Yeah, yeah, they have to work out and like go to the park on a Sunday, like some type of cretin. I hated it, but anyway, so I'm a little, I was a little off my game, but thank God we had this podcast to get me back on track to my usual Sunday schedule. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I, I was playing a little bit with Dave from Weed Sport this week, and it's it's been a, a wild, eye-opening situation because we play full full tennis rules, full serve, the whole thing, you know, playing games and sets and all that shit, and I got to say, my serve has been my best friend and my worst enemy this past week. I think that's the nature of the beast, When it's TJ. on, it's on. But, and when it's off, it's making me lose every single game really, really badly. That's the unfortunate part, but it's it's 10,000 hours, baby. Don't worry. We're going to get some in on the road. Yeah, but I, but when the serve is on, brother, it's going to fuck you up. It's unhittable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to, yeah, all you can do is sit there and say too good while you chew on like a piece of, you know, what do those people chew on? <laughs> A piece of, the fuck are you talking about gum? <laughs> no, like a like a like a cowboy's chewing on like a piece of straw. That's what you're gonna say. Oh, damn, it's too yeah, too that, good, brother. 
<laughs> we're not in Texas, but good try. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that we're playing tennis in Nebraska for some reason. Uh-huh. But yeah, it fucked me up a little bit, but I'm back on track. And then I, I rushed home because, you know, uh, Twink Heartthrob Timothy Chamolet was on, on uh, Saturday Night Live last mm-hmm. night with... It was an interesting combo of new and old. It was Timothy Chamolet and and, and uh, Bruce Springsteen, the E Street Band, who literally are 150 years old. I, I just hate when like the guest and the musical guest have zero crossover completely. It's like you only have one job when you're booking SNL. It's just like you know when Timothy's playing, like have Troy Sivan on or whatever it is, just like something that's going to make sense for everyone watching. So. All the all the Chamolet stands aren't at home being like, what the fuck is this? And then like everyone's uncle tuning in for like, and this is America. You know, they don't have. I th- unfortunately, I think that booking Saturday Live is a little harder than we realize. Yeah, there's so a lot of not. there's a lot of back scratching going on over there, isn't there? You know, but but, you know, watching the watching the the opening uh, monologue where he was wearing a, a a very bright red trucker jacket. I don't know who it was by designer wise, but it was, it was. I didn't hate it, but it was a lot of jacket. A bright red um, trucker jacket, like the kind of like a Dickies work jacket style thing. No, no, like a like a Levi's trucker, like, oh. a, like a you know two pockets. You you have one that's like Sherling line, yeah, like that yeah, jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he you know he he does his little thing and he's he does a little piano thing with 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 uh, what's his name. Uh, uh, P. Davidson, yeah. which you know, it, it actually it wasn't bad. But what I came to realize is that I hate Timothy's uh, speaking voice. It really rubs me the wrong way. Okay, well, is is it because let's unpack it? Is it because you want it to be a different one, or is the tone of it just just piercing to you like a dog whistle? No, it's just like I I just can't. It's just a little obnoxious. Like there's a little a bit of New Yorkiness to it that I can't tell. If I mean, obviously he's born in New York, so it could be real. Mm-hmm. But he's been an actor for so. Once you act for that long, I thought the accent goes away. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean, it's or it's supposed to to some accent, extent. You said in parts, in parts, oh. and I think he might be playing it up, especially on Saturday Night Live when Bruce Springsteen is the mm-hmm. guest. Okay, do you, what style of New York is it? Is it is it uh, like just, Upper West Side preppy vibe or is it working class Bronx type of? I'm it's walking a, li- it's over a here. little. It's definitely it's definitely somewhere in between that because he's neither of those things. Mm-hmm. I mean he he's he he was he apparently lived in Hell's Kitchen as a as a child. Wow. So which is very wild to um, have Hell's Kitchen be yeah. your playground. Oh man, yeah, dark. <laughs> um, but I I just I don't know, man. Something really. I, I guess I just never think about him talking. I only I see so many pictures of him that I forget that he has a voice. Okay, that makes sense. I understand what you're saying. And then you know, whenever you do hear him, he's playing a role. He usually has some type of little British accent or something, and you're like, okay, that sounds about right. And then when you see him talking, be like, bro, that's awesome. You're like, oh no. Yeah, it throws me off. I, I just don't. I I I I don't know. I I, I couldn't. But but the rest of the show was of course not good. But well, uh, there's there's a, there a couple. Hopefully, um, hopefully my life partner feels the same way, and she can stop having a crush on an 11 year old child because that's just that's just not right. I think Timmy's out here doing work, and I I I do think it's interesting that like adult women, because to me he really does look like a teenager. You, like you talking high about stick student. work? I think Timmy's a stick man. Okay. Yeah, I mean, do you disagree? No, no, I think it's I think that's pretty known in the world that he I mean, like how could you not be? He's just he's a young young boy full of raging hormones and you know, he really has his pick of the litter. 
He also he also apparently doesn't have an apartment; just lives in different hotels. Okay, now I'm jealous. Do you think he's going to have some type of life altering scandal that fucks him up, or he's going to stay on the on the straight path his whole career? Like, is he going to have an o- overdose? Is he going to have a child no, out of wedlock? No. Nothing like that. Is he going to? I think unfortunately, I think unfor- kill somebody. Caitlyn Jenner. That style? could be cool. That could be cool. I think, unfortunately for him, because he's Generation Z, he's kind of a pussy. You okay. Know? And like, I mean, I'm sure he's doing a little coke. You can, you I'm sure can he's, be a you pussy know. and overdose on drugs. Can you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, then maybe. I, I think he's more, I think that he, I also, yeah, though. It'll, I don't, it'll be a whoops-a-daisy style overdose. And not, sure. And, and but, not but, a, you know, remove me from this mortal coil style. I I weirdly though I don't not like him but I can't think of a movie I've seen him in where he was good. No, I don't think anyone thinks he's a great actor. They just like to look I at him. I disagree. But I think his fan, I think his level of fame like a Taylor Swift or something is like he could literally never do anything that great and it'll be fine. He'll be famous forever and like he can't mm-hmm. he could do no wrong. He could literally accidentally murder someone and no one would care. Probably true. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, and that's that's a great place to be at. It's incredible that that we that we exalt uh, regular people to that height because they're cute and are in movies. Yeah, who's who who out there has done some killing and got away with it? We got Caitlyn, we got Brandy. Who else? I think there. I think maybe there could be like a. I don't know actually. Maybe Robert Downey Jr. or someone Ooh, like that. Yeah, yeah. I know Mark Wahlberg almost killed a guy for being Asian, and we need. Yeah, we, it's a classic. Let's not forget that, guys um fuck if you like mark Wahlberg in 2020 what's and you're not his relative like what's going on Yeah. also he said i saw some video speaking of tim of timothy saying like oh my daughter loves timothy chamelay if i see that little like twerp out on the street i'm gonna kick his freaking ass or something like that and everyone's like oh maybe oh, I, I, okay i stand with Wahlberg on that i guess i didn't realize <laughs> but i mean have you been to Wahlburgers? Fuck no well, that that sounds like some content for us, I think. It does. I mean, I, the the problem with it is like it would be it would be troll eating, but there's no fun or enjoyment out of it. There's no like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I'm at Wahlburgers." It's more of just like, "Yeah, you're right." Oh god, I'm do I'm at Wal like this is supposed to yeah. be a funny like ugh. like there's Is it but it is is it considered bad or is it just kind of like whatever? Uh, I think it's kind of whatever. I've never heard anyone proclaim like, you know what, like I don't care. It's, like, actually, it's actually really good. So good. Like no one's ever said that. They're always, I, I, I've never talked to anyone who's ever eaten there because because why? Like what what could those lunkheads have to offer in the world of of the culinary arts? Not much. In, unless well, it's like well hot peanuts. I mean, it's a hamburger, Jason. Let's not get too you know. Uh, yeah, it, it's a. It could be but an it's old a dumb hamburger. You know, Boston's for dumb so people. famous for its. You know, it's Boston's so famous for its hamburger. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's well known for yeah, its Wahlberg, burger stick vibes. To the fucking beans, you idiots! But Wahlberg, I, I he, I mean, that story also comes out every couple years, and no one cares. Of like, wow, isn't it? these these boys? He gave his brother. I mean, it's, it's also kind of like I just gave my like retard brothers a job, and they can all make the French fry, and they can do good, make some money of their own. 
Well, his his brother Donnie uh, was on Blue Bloods, a long running <laughs> network television show starring Tom Selleck about a family of policemen, and also dated could be I think he's married to Jenny McCarthy, f- former how MTV. The fuck, do you know all of this stuff, <laughs> bro? I know everything. I know anything like this. I know it, and it's unfortunate. Is Tom Selleck alive? I, yeah, Tom, that show's still on. They might still be taping it. It's big. Oh damn! Oh damn! I like that. I, I like. I like. This is a this is a strange podcast so far. I'm liking the direction. And of I it. have and I have wa- and I have watched it. I have watched Blue Bloods before. Yeah, um, we know. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's bad because it's not. <laughs> not to uh, me, it's, nothing it's, more depressing than those like procedural police mm. network sitcom drama things. Well, see what what you're forgetting about Jason is the human characters in the and in, in this case, you know, it's a it's a it's more about a family and the dynamic of the family that is about the day in day out. Mm-hmm. Boots on the ground, police. Chris, do work. not, that, do not mansplain me how simple television <laughs> writing works, Chris. Well, it sounds like you need it, dumbass. So what am I no, supposed no, to no, do? No. If I, I, I like other stuff like A twenty four movies and things like that. I don't watch no and and watching a show with commercials. Nah, man, couldn't be me. Well, I, unfortunately, at at my at my uh, living space here, I don't have cable. I only have Apple TV, so I'm I'm missing out on commercials. My favorite part of TV. I've been trying to figure out how to get HBO Max working on my TV. I haven't haven't cracked the code yet, but well, you have to you have to put in a credit card that works, and then I think it's fine. <laughs> no, I already so have. I that. already have HBO, and I can't tell if it. You fucking scammer! You're trying to use a, a Visa gift card to Christmas 2018. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Bay has a lot of cards that she doesn't know know about. And I, <laughs> I do little things like I got that. her. So I got I got her social security, and then it was kind of on from there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> it was on. So. You, so you can't watch HBO Max. I don't understand. You have, but you said you have it. I have, I have H, I have regular HBO, and I can't really tell. I guess I haven't done that much research. I can't tell, it, like, if that means I if that carries over to HBO Max as well, oh, or I, I have to buy see, two see, separate subscriptions. No, I think it. I think it does. I think. Well, I think they got rid of like HBO Go, and now it's just HBO. I think mm-hmm. HBO Max supersedes it all, is my understanding. Mm. But I don't. I mean, what what's on HBO? Euphoria, I guess. Um, I mean, they always have some new dumb show that everyone likes. Speaking of new dumb shows, uh, mm-hmm. I was texting the group chat about this yesterday. Netflix gave comedian Andrew Schultz a four parts special on on Netflix. Four parts are they? Are they? They better be ten minutes long each. I don't. I just honestly. So he's the co-host of of the the uh, brilliant it's the podcast with Charlemagne the God mm-hmm. that I some for some reason listen to religiously. That and Joe Budden are the only two things I can listen to. I used and, to listen to to Charlemagne to Brilliant Idiots, but then I just I had to stop a long time ago. But he came. So he came on this week and was talking about this special. And of course, it's a big deal to get a Netflix special. Mm-hmm. But he's literally acting like. He's like, I'm a genius. Like, this is going to change the landscape. This is crazy. It's going to be. I'm like, bro, they give these things to fucking anybody. <laughs> like, they give these things to fucking anybody. They literally give them out constantly, and no one cares. Like, they just. It's and also his whole career has been talking shit about how he can't get an opportunity from the real gatekeepers. Mm. So, but of course, of course, of course, when it's finally offered to him, he bows down and sucks the dick like anybody else would. Which to me is like, are you about this or not? I thought you were a fucking YouTuber. Mm. Like, what well, I, you know what I mean? I don't. I just don't understand like how you can bend so quickly sounds very similar to uh the way we handle business at this podcast as well which is which is a uh, great one you talk shit on something until they give us an email and become friends with us and then we live happily ever after 
Shout out to Gia, my favorite non-alcoholic beverage. <laughs> uh, but 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 I do. I just was so. I, I'm shocked that they actually gave him I, because he. I, I'm not. He's not that big of a comedian. Is it? It must be like a big portion of that is coming from the podcast audience. I I would guess. But I've, I've I don't heard know. some I mean, people I, talking about him. Like like I I haven't listened to any of his stand up or checked for him in a long time. But I've heard other comedians talking about him. That he's like kind of been like on a roll and like kind of killing it lately and getting a little more, you know, coming into his own, I guess. Well, I think what he does, I think this, and this is the only thing that's interesting about it to me, is that it's not stand up. It's like so, it's it's almost, I don't know if it's like a Neil Brennan, like three mic situation, mm-hmm. but it's something a little, it's something more in depth than stand up, which is promising because stand up is rarely good. It's going to be deeper so, than rap, is what you're saying. It's going to be deeper than rap, but it's already. I, I'm just. I'm so blown away that because I guess he has another podcast that's very popular as well. That's like more sports focused. So mm. he. I mean, I think these guys. I think these guys are making a lot of money, dude. I think these guys are making a lot of money they and just are. kind of find their zone. And maybe it got so popular that Netflix had to get. You know, it, it became like a well. Like at this point, maybe the following is built in. It's no risk for them. Yeah, I mean, now that now that comedians, they're kind of like. You know they're really they're just making so much money because it's just like a touring band except they split it the split the profits with zero people and they can do multiple shows in one night like it's not uncommon for you to do like five shows in one weekend instead of two you're keeping all that money and and the ticket prices for those theater shows are like pretty expensive you know it's like fifty no, for seventy five sure. bucks but I think like that but I think also all these comedians have leaned into podcasting during quarantine and like oh, I mean yeah. Tim Dillon's making r- real fucking money for sure like yeah. and it's like all right we have it on YouTube and we have it we have Patreon blah 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 if you do all of that shit if you just throw the net out that wide and you're popular you'll make real money mm-hmm. yeah and I. And I think that's a beautiful thing, and I think that's really awesome, and I really hope that something bad doesn't happen to that and fuck it all up the way that happens to almost everything. What do you mean? Like maybe the music business getting fully yeah, decimated I mean, by streaming? Just like right now, it's the Wild West. It's, it's, it's a way for people to have a platform on their own in a world where you're useless if you don't have a platform. Um, if that's, I, I just worry that if that is taken away and people you know, people's way to have an income, but say, you know, still exercise their free speech and all that stuff. If that's taken away because of corporate alignment or like, you know, everyone like Netflix starts buying all the podcasts and they control it and they can, you know, they tell you what you can and can't say, like eventually that is going to happen. But isn't that, isn't that, yeah, it has to happen. Mm -hmm. It'll, I mean, I think we have a long runway for us to get our little money and then get out and be on TV. Obviously, hopefully that happens before, you know, or after we retire, and Tim Apple, I do gives think our, I our mean, plaque. There's no way that's not going to happen. That's just what happens to everything. But <laughs> everybody complains about about their Spotify royalties. You know, like musicians. But mm-hmm. then I hear from actual musicians they make great money off of it. So it's it's confusing to me. Yeah, I mean, it's the people who aren't complaining about it are the ones who are actually making money, and and vice versa. You know, if you're if you're mad that you are not making enough money in the in the music business or the movie business or whatever business there's a pretty good chance that you're just not doing a good job just just that's do better great, that's a great that's a great point tj and that's what we try to do with this podcast we just do better yeah, over and over you should and over be and over. so busy that you don't have time to realize that you're not making as much money as you should be making 
Exactly. Uh, yeah. If, yeah. if you're yeah. a real if you're, Gruss, if you're, Grustler's <laughs> anthem. Yeah, this is the how long gone is the Grustler's anthem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if we're doing something four times a week, it doesn't even matter if it's bad. We don't even have time to think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't have time to dwell on a on a bad episode because I'm too busy getting ready for door number two. Exactly. Well, it's, you know, I'm coming to the end, Jason, of my Sakara life uh, activation. Today was the last lunch. Uh, I and and um, you know. Uh, talking to a, uh, I you know I can't wait to eat with you. I've, we've got caviar planned. Mm-hmm. Are you um, are you going to vlog got... your last lunch? By the way, no, I wouldn't do that. No, 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 I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm going to talk about it with you. The it was actually pretty good. It. It, it was a mushu uh, vegetable uh, kind of situation. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And overall, the whole th- the whole thing is pretty good. The problem is, I realize, and I, maybe it's because I didn't like actually go through the full process of ordering it. But there's sometimes where it's just like, oh, there's a bunch of shit in this I just don't really like, but I have to eat it because if I take that out, there's there's not much left in the bowl. Yeah, so you, you know what so I mean. So it's like when you were uh, like when you were a child, you know, you're five years old and you're like, I don't want to eat this, and they're like, you better eat it or you're gonna go hungry tonight, boy. That's what they would say down in there in the south. And then you just then yes. you ate it and you liked it, and that's the way we liked it. So uh, is that making yeah. you? be you know d- be grateful that you're discovering and falling in love with new foods that you weren't before or is it making you an angry little chris no it's not making me angry it just makes me realize that there's just some shit i don't like you know what i mean and like i'm like oh, oh i just we'll always sound kind off of... in the comments bro what ingredients are we not really fucking with oh like don't tomatoes, don't pull punches bro. oh yeah tomatoes <laughs> and there was something that was like uh hey, come on masala. Dog, tomatoes no i don't want a grape tomato or whatever the cherry tomato that shit ain't it, bro. I hate those. If you're making me, if I'm getting, if TJ's making me a delicious sandwich that has a slice of extremely fresh tomato on it, that's one mm. thing. But like, I, I hate the little tomatoes. They're yeah, gross. But when They're I gross. when I make you a, a local artisan salad that has some hand halved, you know, orange sun gold cherry tomatoes, best in show, best no. of the season. I, I just don't like hand it. I can't help. I'm sorry. With a lovely vinaigrette. I will serve that to you, and then when I get the plate back to go wash it, it's just a bowl full of a bunch of little tomatoes, <laughs> and I'm like, "There's like, you don't understand, bro. This is like throwing away gold." I'm sorry, I just don't. I'm not a big. And there was also, yeah, there was something that was flavored funny, but there was a. I had the uh, spaghetti bolognese at the Polo Lounge last night, and that shit was hitting. <laughs> at the Polo Lounge they did last a good, night. Well, no, no, I'm saying I did the. It was the. It was their version, and the Polo Lounge was my parents' kitchen. Got it. But you get Got the idea. It. You get okay. the vibe. Because mentally, I like when the I see bolognese playing that we're doing in quarantine, when I see, I, I, unfortunately, that line has stuck with me for so long that anytime I see the word bolognese, that's what I think. That I say it in my that's head. How much every of time. a Drake stand you are? I don't even know if it's a Drake stand. If it's just that good of a line. I mean. You know, you really have to be somebody who who loves and really wants to hear somebody rapping about, you know, a, a place what where you- <laughs> like old white people have overpriced Cobb salads. And that what do you, you like know, more, that either Jason, hits for you this- or it doesn't. And I'm glad that it hits for you. It hits for What do you like more, Bolognese or Drake? Bolognese. Damn, that's fucked up. No, bro. it's not. I don't like Drake. Drake has given Drake has given us Drake has given us more than Bolognese. No, have you ever met the old? <laughs> have you ever met the old nonnas 
of of Italy. They make no, the non- you haven't either, bitch. Chris, you the haven't nonas, either. The nonas make the pasta by hand. Did you know that? I'm clear. Yes, I'm it's clear. Drake makes the makes the slaps and Drake much better than makes the slaps by hand. And I also like to I support disagree. women. Call me fucking a monster, but yeah. Uh, okay, don't, don't, don't like do what this. Drake's don't compared to the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you've heard of nowness, nah, bro. This is this is nowness. Sorry. Okay. So yeah, bolognese is a wonderful, wonderful sauce. It takes hours to make. Well, this one, I don't know if this one took hours to make. I do think after the Sakar Life experience, I realized that I could be a meal prep guy. Like I do, I oh, it absolutely. tastes good. You I, don't I, love I put it in food, a pan, so yeah, it's perfect for you. I, I, no, but I'm saying like the actual, like putting something in a pan for five minutes and it actually tastes pretty good and requires no effort mm-hmm. is the dream. Is the dream situation for someone like me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it. Because even putting it in the pan, although I know I'm not doing anything except heating something up, it does feel like I'm putting an effort that I wouldn't right. be putting in. So if you I was got a little dopamine something. hit of like I did a thing, and and I yeah. didn't mess it up. Yeah, How exactly. I mess but, up everything else in my freaking life, except taking you to the fucking top. Okay, <laughs> God damn it! No, not was, not on was, my podcast. I was just role playing. Oh, we're doing that now. Situation. Well, I think that. I think that the I think that overall though to to put a pin in this I give Sakara Life a, a seven of ten. Okay, like is that enough to have wh- you get it again this week? But you have to pay for it or no? No, but I would probably pay for it at some point in the future if it made sense for me. Maybe if, if you I were was back, like, if you were back home on your own and you didn't have your mom mommy to make you lunch every day, maybe that would change things. First of all, I don't eat lunch normally. My mom does not cook, so. Mm-hmm. It's more. It's more. If I was trying to maybe slim down for a red carpet, uh, once we get no- once we get nominated for a podcast Grammy, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. I have to fit into that because the couture Tom Brown fits a little different than the off the rack. So it would be a little <laughs> bit. It would. It would be maybe. Maybe I think that would help me slim down. I think if I had an event to do, or I just, right. or if I was going to be like, hey, I'm going to do this ten day. Like I'm just going to get fucking serious. I'm going to work out twice a day. I'm just going to do this for ten mm-hmm. days just to like feel feel something. I think it makes. So a lot you of did sense. it this year for your virtual. Art Basel, I'm assuming. You just wanted to you exactly. Wanted to the I, I had a f- yes. I had a few digital viewing rooms that I had to look slender for. Um, I didn't make any purchases, but I mm. did get the vibes. <laughs> I did get the vibes. <laughs> you you can't. Good. Yeah. Well, you can't write vibes off. That's one thing I've learned. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's true. I think a lot of people are suffering in the tax man. Is <laughs> I winning learned that yet the again. hard way. Yeah. The um... <laughs> can you please ask my dad if you can write vibes off when you get here? <laughs> He's like, well, there's no rule saying you can't write vibes off, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's unprecedented. I don't have a history of vibe writing off, but mm-hmm. it's possible. We, I mean, anything's possible. Yeah, look, I need to know that your dad is willing to fight for me, for for me and my right to uh, my right to write the vibes off. Okay, the I've noticed that the the clubhouse app that we've talked about has been in the news a lot lately. Have you have you been seeing this? It's been taken yeah, over by about, rappers now. They talk about it a lot on the Joe Budden podcast. Right, right, right. So, I mean, I'm, I, I, I haven't seen much of it. I'm glad that it has been taken over by rappers who are more entertaining than, you know, like this is uh, an onboarding chat room for, for you know, this this new guy who does digital marketing for, for Cisco Systems or something. It's. I'd rather hear Twenty One Savage make fun of academics. Well, is what I'm saying. I from what I can tell on on the internet, it's basically really awful. 
um, like tech white guys. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. And ne- now it has been taken over. But like powerful tech guys, like founders, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like guys that ha- are rich saying fucked up shit about women. <laughs> and now it is turned... Now it has turned into like Virgil and rappers talking about like kind of everything. I don't really, I just don't. It's, it's, it's feeling still, real it dark in, for me. Is it still in beta also? I don't know. It might be. I mean, I think at this point, it seems like almost anyone can, can get on to it. I've seen people online talking about selling invitations and shit. Can you imagine wanting to be on that? Tra- I mean, it's honestly bad like i don't i just don't i have no interest in it and i i do think that if we weren't quarantined uh it would be it it wouldn't have i don't think it would matter at all i think i think a lot of people who i think maybe it's appealing to people who just can't be alone and need to just always be up in the mix i think it might be kind of scratching an itch for those people uh, you know but like if if you were if you were living alone and you're spending all your time alone during quarantine you might just miss a room full of people talking over each other. It's it's comforting to you, but I yeah listen to listen to podcast losers. Yeah, there's something about it being live and is exciting, and then you you know you get the validation of like oh what if somebody sees me in here and they ask if I want to participate in this talk, and then I'll get a dopamine hit validation of everyone else seeing that I'm cool enough to talk to Virgil about you know a NASA helmet or something. No, I mean, I understand the appeal of it a little bit. I do think it's interesting that it instantly went from like extremely problematic to now being like a weird hip hop exchange of ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know it was that problematic, but I mean, you know, founders, founders are founders. They're always fucking things up. And Founder, then founders, the, well, founders going to found. What was up with the founder guy who just who just died or like overdosed? Was that the Zappos guy? Zappos guy was losing his fucking mind, dude. Like apparently, uh, apparently he just was like locked himself in a room, was just doing drugs and was like and not eating. Like he was, he, it got really wild. That's so crazy. I mean, because he like retired and cashed out, and he was just like hanging out, right? I mean, that's what happens, bro. Too much money, too much time. If you are are, are a drug user, like that's that's a bad combo. Mm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Because then you're like, I got nothing to do. I might as well enjoy some cool drugs. It would make this vibe a lot better. I would love to sit in a room and do whippets alone and count my money. I'm so glad whippets, the the whippet bug never took hold of me. Well, it's, I mean, it's roaring back at at an incredible clip that we've talked about many times on this podcast, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's not, it's not going anywhere. (laughs) I hope it does. Um, I was supposed to go, you know, speaking of, it seems like we, we all are kind of desperate and we're doing fucked up things now in quarantine. I'm I'm making plans tomorrow to go fishing in the LA River. Isn't that fucked okay, up? Okay, Jason. Uh, like that, that's like that, fucked that's up. a thing that people Is that are legal? Doing. Yeah, no, it's a thing that like a lot of people are doing now. That's how fucked up what, things what, are in Los Angeles that that many successful do you think- intelligent people you know, with families and careers, are like, I'm going to go fish in the LA River. The what stinkiest if you sp- place. What if you, sp- what if you spot Gavin Newsom fishing without a mask on the LA River? Will you take a pic? Absolutely, and then I will sell it back to him um, in a little bit of classic blackmail. We love that idea. Mm-hmm. Well, what is the what, 
what so what happens obviously you're not going to eat the fish no so you just throw it back this is fully for sport this is fully for sport catch and release yeah this is hashtag catch and release but i'm gonna have to the problem is if i catch something you know for our listeners at home the la river is basically just like a sewage canal but there are some nice parts of it and some people will actually go like um like kayaking in there and shit which is truly fucked up but People will go and like go fly fishing and they're like real ass fly fishing guys and they wade out, they they have the boots and they wade out into the water and they catch the fish and pull them up and some people do actually eat them though. I mean, it just sounds like a terrible environment where I thought the part of the appeal of fishing was the environment. You know what I mean? Like getting out somewhere and seeing something different, not the LA River, which is literally full of trash, right? Um, Truly, completely full of trash. Like... Like dangerous where to your health. You, where do you enter this? Like, where do you there's, go? There's places where do you, drive? you can enter all over. Like, there, like there are parts of it that are really, really bad, and then some that are co- quite nice, and they have like little babbling brooks and and birds and things like that. I, I'm gonna go tomorrow with with Ariel from Mr. Green. I guess he's he's he does this already. I trust him to to guide you. I I don't think you should do this yeah, alone. Anybody, really um, you know, even though I'm an experienced angler. Anybody who does indoor or outdoor rock climbing, I'm going to trust them that they can show me the way. Yeah, these these rock climbing bros, man, it's yep. everywhere. I'll tell you what, bro. Put these this rock climbing shit is everywhere, bro. I know. I, I'm I'm never going to do it. I truly know I'm never going to do it. Unfortunately, I'll probably end up trying it because I'll try anything that's a sport. Uh, I'm a little surprised I don't... you haven't tried it yet. What what has stopped you so far? Well, I guess I mean all the gyms are closed, so like I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go do it in the wild for the first time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That seems crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've tried to wonder what is so fun and enjoyable about it. I don't know if it's like the camaraderie of getting mm, your, your I, crew together and then carrying some big inflatable pad on top of your Subaru to a, a rock in. <laughs> joshua tree and then you bring some like thoughtful snacks and then it's definitely a vibe it's definitely like i have a rock and your friends take different pictures of you on a rock and then you go it's very much i have a i have a forerunner (laughs) i wear brain dead i i have a the i have a lueve chalk bag it's a i mean (laughs) I do think the stuff is pretty cool. Like it's a pretty. There's a lot of cool stuff that you get to buy. Like it's a it's a know, reason that, to have snow peak gear, I guess. Yeah, it's it's very much like, but it is a certain kind of guy. You know what I mean? Or but gal. I do think it's good exercise. It's good exercise, and it's it's um. I think the real appeal of it though is the mental challenge of like problem solving, like you were talking mm. about in the kitchen, because <laughs> you can't just brute force your way through it. You have to like thoughtfully maneuver yes. or you will fall to your death so mm-hmm. that's cool So not unlike the but game I'm, of brazilian jiu-jitsu or tennis uh i think t- I, yeah to an extent for sure i'm i'm more into some brute force stuff obviously because of my insane strength um it's, yeah, it's a she's a boxer i get it yeah it's a little different for me i think boxing is a little meditative too though you're DJ. my muay thai guy yeah no it's very meditative trust me <laughs> You ain't ever box, you little limp ass. <laughs> one one time box? I did a kickboxing. Cereal? One time I did a kickboxing. I'll, I unbox all kinds of fucking <laughs> swaggy gear. Um, one time I did a kickboxing class, and then I kicked. There was like a heavy bag that you. The, Damn, bro! What what chick made you do a kickboxing <laughs> class? We'll talk about that off. Next question. Uh, there's a <laughs> there's a gift certificate involved. Let's just say it didn't work out. But 
they they had a heavy bag and their the instructor was like, all right, so you like you do a one two punch and then you do like a spinning sidekick and then you you know you do that five times or whatever. And I do the punch punch, I do the kick, and then I kick and then I hit on my shin at like this perfect place that is like where a large blood vessel is, and then my ankle like every like my shin down just swells up like i got stung by a bee and then the instructor's like yeah no more uh yeah no more today and then he's like just go sit down make sure like your leg doesn't die and i've never i've never gone Damn. i mean i you're unfortunately your your shape and size only allows for a few physical activities you know what i mean you can barely walk yeah. you can't run mm-hmm. but you are able to ride a bike you are able to play <clears throat> tennis i don't yeah um, i don't generate a ton of torque and explosive power that's for sure see that's and, and unfortunately that's something that i'm rich with um explosive you're so, power you're is such kind an of explosive guy my explosive power is kind of what I'm known for on the court, the field, the gym, kind of wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You, you know what I and mean? I, whereas I'm more ex- explosive in the Zoom party chat. You know what I mean? I'm always taking yeah, big, you're explosive big on the mic. I, I like to bully in there and stuff. You're explosive on the mic, as we all yeah, know. Yeah, uh, I am. When you, when, you, when you get in the lab, it's explosive. I had I, I had a, a Zoom party last night, a secret Santa. I'm actually nursing a hangover. I know. This is, this, this is the lamest, whitest <laughs> shit I've ever heard you say. I can't believe you did this. If somebody asked me to do a Zoom secret Santa, I would laugh at them. Yeah, I know. But I will say that I preferred a Zoom secret Santa to just a regular Zoom hangout because there's at least an activity and there's like a theme and direction of what's going on versus everybody like talking over themselves for 10 minutes and then it just devolves into like I've never done a social Zoom. I've never I've done one social Zoom to celebrate an engagement that is and I I I did that because it was a special occasion. The thought of Zoom is for making money. That's why we Zoom. Yeah, I know. We don't Zoom to see friends I'm, I, I'm it's crazy well i mean we're we're a little older i guess and that's just the way it goes but yeah i can't handle it i also think it is crazy but sometimes we we have to participate in them for various reasons yes, we, we we all do things we don't want to do trust me it's a story of my life it's but compromise the, and i'm happy to do the, it for my partner so to forget how lame and white you were doing a zoom uh secret santa with uh mm-hmm. other people you decided to get twisted off that natty, didn't you? No, I got twisted off of eggnog, and it was Bro. It, was a, it was a dark situation inside of my gastrointestinal area because what, yeah, what do you eat? What do you eat when you're drinking? the Well, nog? that's that is quite the problem because we didn't we didn't eat anything, so. but beforehand I had lunch. <laughs> the problem is we didn't eat anything. No, no, I, I was coming off of a full gullet of Korean barbecue. So it was it was galbi marinated beef, short rib with like garlic and chili and and all that stuff, and then milky, creamy white eggnog as the as the topper. And I mean, it was it was a bad vibe going on. So I'm I'm kind of that's a twisted combo that of all people. You should have known better, but I guess you didn't have a yeah. choice. I w- it was kind of t- me taking a victory lap for my iron stomach. Sometimes you have to push to the wall just to remember where it is. You know what I mean? Uh, so how do you feel today? I don't feel great. I will say that. I mean, I, I am. A, I mean, you, you, you unfortunately get a pretty rough hangover from eggnog because it's just like 
milk, so much sugar, and then like brandy and whiskey. So it's it's yeah. just it doesn't work out well at all. So I'm I'm not doing so great mentally, but that's fine. Um, but I found that on the Zoom, because of my frustrations, I felt bad. I I kept catching myself being kind of like mean or abusive or like bullying other people uh or you know maybe maybe you were dealing with the maybe you were dealing with the zoom full of pussies (laughs) well it wasn't i mean yeah of course but to me it was like whenever (laughs) i get so frustrated on zoom because it's like every you know it's 10 people talking at the same time and you you know you say a question and you hear nothing and then you have to ask it again and then one more time or if you say a joke, nobody hears it, or whatever it is. So I just, just start trying to see like things that I can say to see if just to get a reaction out of anyone, and then it kind of devolves into me like being a little bit of a bully and hurtful to people, and I feel bad about that. I don't. Um, <laughs> I imagine these people need a little dose of that, mm-hmm. um, and and they probably talk bad about you when you're not around, but that's to be expected. Oh, one thousand percent, and that's fine. And that's. Yeah, I think that's fine. They all wish they could come on this podcast, but, you know, they're not invited. Um, And lastly, somebody tweeted at me today saying that they feel like I have done a good job uh, mastering this thing called fatherhood. And they were asking me for some tips and tricks. And then I replied, I I literally don't have children. And <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Who said just was the, it a no, bot? No, it was like a I mean, I'm I'm sure it's somebody who listens to the podcast or something like that. And. And you know, hi, shouts goes out to you. Thanks for that cool tweet. But it would made me made me wonder for the first time in my entire life, is that is that energy that I potentially put out into the world? And if you think that I would be a good father, is what does that say about you and your your standards? Or am I actually putting out that vibe and I didn't realize it? I think you would be a good father, actually. Oh, yes, go off. Go off, dad. I just I did I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, but I do think you'd be good at it. Oh, my offspring will absolutely be your worst enemy as you constantly fight for my attention over over the years. That little the don't don't worry. I'm the Beyonce of this podcast. I'm the Beyonce of your life. So some little kid can't come in and take my crown. Don't come for Papa. <laughs> <laughs> don't come for Papa. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny though yeah it was a little funny and it was making you know maybe uh i mean it i don't know what it means to kind of put out that vibe without having any children is it do i just have dad swag no it's a it's it's a calming energy i think mm. that that and 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 i will say and i know this from experience that you do have a a um supreme amount of patience oh okay so good which, patience which i think yeah, which I think is a is an important quality to have in a, in a father. Okay. Yeah. One one thing I, I've always tried to put out that vibe of like the cool science teacher who you know teaches you lessons about life and is okay if you like come in a little stoned. Not just not just science, but lessons about life. There we go. Someone's been someone's you're, been studying. You're succeeding, TJ, and I love it. Yeah. So you know, thank you for that, and I guess I'm gonna have to have a child soon or something like that <laughs> you don't have a choice now the you world ain't ready it's predetermined the the world is definitely not ready i'm definitely not ready we have a lot of money to make before you can be distracted by some little diaper rat <laughs> <laughs> diaper rat is good that's like bottle rat for babies exactly. every time a new that, a fresh I, I, pack comes out guess who comes around 
Exactly. Exactly. I had to. I had to make it. I had to put it on a level that you would understand. Mm-hmm. Speak your language. Thank you for that. All right, Chris. Well, no problem. Any closing? Any closing remarks before we put a pin in this potty? Nope. Another beautiful day. Uh, love your work, TJ. Always a pleasure to chat. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Um, check out how how long gone radio on Spotify. Uh, it was actually all good music this week, which is exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go listen to How Long God Radio if you haven't done it yet. We're really starting to get into our stride, and it's it's getting pretty good and funny. But I, I think we'll yeah. have some year year in year end lists coming up in the next yeah, couple and, weeks. And labels, labels, let us know if you want us to get an imprint because we're looking for one. So mm-hmm. you know, me and TJ, we could take over the A and R. We can make your shit really hot. So just you know, get in touch. Let, mm-hmm. let us know. Yeah, just bang the cash up and we'll kind of send over all the PDFs and stuff on how to do it. <laughs> PDFs and stuff. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys later this week uh, at Dent to Death Projects on Instagram, at Dent to Death on Twitter. At them jeans on everything. You already know the vibes. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Bye. L- later. Later.